Hey girl, ready for another week to shine, sparkle, and slay? Just like every week, we'll be learning how to build confidence and business skills so you can show up as the person you've always wanted to be, but didn't think was possible. Get ready to shine by breaking out of that low self-worth. Sparkle when you realize just what you're capable of and slay by holding each other up. I'm Stephanie Rodriguez, and this is the Shine Sparkle Slay podcast. Let's get started. Hey, hey, everyone. It is a new week. It is Monday. And as usual, we were bringing you guys another rock star guest. You are going to just love, love, love hearing what she has to share with you guys today. She and I had a brief conversation just last week, and I just knew this was someone that I had to have on the show. So without further ado, Lauren Best, She is a business designer and certified hypnotherapist, helping solopreneurs scale up their business with more ease and flow by designing the way they structure their work and systems. Systems, I like that word. That's so important. How they embrace their superpowers, another word I love, and stay in their genius zone or their pivot into a new service offering to create more freedom of time, money, and energy on their own terms. So much like I could just like talk to you about in just that little short bio there. And I know we're going to get into all of it, but I cannot wait to learn something from you today. So thank you for joining me. Thank you. I fe- I totally feel like such a rock star after that intro. Thank you, Stephanie. Oh Yeah, you are a rock star. You got so many cool things going on. So let's just give some background. Like how did you get to all these cool things you're doing today? Oh, goodness. I think my whole, like, if I reflect back and look at my journey as, like, little dots on a map and, like, a journey, you know, I think of just every place I've gotten to is, like, a happy accident mm-hmm. and just being so open to the unknown. I write out of, like, it goes back to right out of high school, not knowing what I was going to do, studying business, studying communications, and then thinking I need something more creative. I studied design after that, and which turned into service design. Um, Prior to that, I was designing furniture. So a little pivot for me from furniture to designing systems and businesses and services. And I found myself at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, I was living over in Singapore. I was working there as a consultant, designing different services and businesses. And came back over to Canada and just thought, what am I going to do? Like these kind of jobs don't really exist like they do in other parts of the world in Canada. And I started working as a director of operations for a startup over in Amsterdam and just thought I need to, you know, channel my energy differently. Like there's something off. I was already so burnt out when I had left Singapore and returned to Canada and then now threw myself into this new role, which was so rewarding. But I just thought like, I'm exhausted. There's something that's not right. I can't work like this anymore. I can't even work 40 hours a week at this point because I'm just so burnt out. So it's been like a huge journey of the last two and a half years, uh, regulating my nervous system again, doing a lot of mindset work, which is how I found hypnosis because I was trying to design a business for myself and was struggling so much. When I tell you like, I was just so puzzled as to why I had been able to design businesses for other people and couldn't do it for myself. I was like, something's really wrong. So 
I did that mindset work. I'm still doing that mindset work. I think it's a lifelong thing now for me to invest in, in myself. And it took a lot of work to really just get my mindset to match, you know, the strategy I knew I could design for myself and what I wanted my business to look like, but also unlearning all the things I thought I had to do. So when it came to like niching down and figuring out who am I going to help in my business, it's like the people like me, those solopreneurs who just really do have a superpower and they would benefit so greatly from being able to stay in their zone of genius and just allow themselves to give themselves that space to really do things on their own terms and step into this role of being someone who's really confident in, in what they do again and all of that. So it's brought me to here where I'm, I'm now working with solopreneurs and um, startups and small business owners as well and small businesses and really looking at, you know, what is so special about you and what are your superpowers and how can we design everything else around it to like really enhance that. So it's fun. It's a happy surprise for me, but here I am. <laughs> I love what you're doing. I love that you say you, you help clients essentially tap into their superpower and to find like their zone of genius. I talk to a lot of people and I know a lot of listeners out there, they like to tune in and get some advice. Like if I'm like early stage entrepreneur or I've thought about it, but like, I don't even know like what I would do. What are like, is a tip or two that you could give someone that's like, I don't know what my superpower is and zone of genius. Like, what is that? And how do I find it? What would you share with someone to just get them thinking about it? Yeah, there's a few tools I'll recommend. One of which is the Ikigai Venn diagram. That's something for me that once I learned about that, it's called the Ikigai Venn diagram. Not heard of that. Okay. Kind of appropriated from the original meaning of Ikigai, uh, which is a Japanese term, but, and, and I won't try to, you know, say that this diagram that was designed, inspired by this is a reflection of what it actually is, but the tool itself is very valuable. And it looks at four kind of quadrants of what you love to do, what you're really good at, what you can make money doing and the change you want to make in the world. And what lives in the middle is kind of this really great or really great opportunities to experiment with, to find, you know, that thing that really lights you up. So that's super cool. I've never heard of that. That's awesome. I did it in a work when I was living in Singapore in the midst of lockdown. Um, I started doing a lot of online workshops to learn about myself and just work on that personal and professional development. And that was one of the tools that I learned about and went through a workshop in and started teaching myself a few months or a few years ago now. But that's a tool I think can be a really inspiring gateway just to get you thinking about what are all the different opportunities. And there's so many other things you can do as well. I really um, put myself out there just by asking my friends, my family, my co-workers, my ex-colleagues, what is it about me that you find like really interesting or you think I'm really good at because a lot of the time the things we are really good at are in our blind spots because we're so like they come to us so naturally so how can it be something that's so you know at the front of our minds usually the things that are really difficult are the things that we recognize a lot more or put more energy to so, so there's yeah, there's so many things in these kind of blind spots that when we just ask the right people or the people around us 
um, in a way where we're open to hearing what they have to say, then we can really like discover different things about ourselves. So that's something I also like to do. And also just experimenting, seeing what you like, you know, thinking about the idea of just trying things for fun or the sake of it. And it can all live together, all of those three things. But those are my favorite ways, I guess. I really like what you said, just kind of experimenting with things and having fun. Because I that's what I've been doing the last year. And like, I've just been dabbling here and there. And I don't know what I'm going to stick with, but it's been fun. So, you know, no regrets. And that's the thing, like when, and I don't know how you like this has come up on your journey. But for me, it was like, I kept telling myself for a long time, okay, I can just do this as an experiment. But my perfectionism was, you know, a lot like not allowing me to do things maybe as quickly as I would have wanted, which is also a part of who I am. I do things a lot slower, but letting go of that perfectionism to say, okay, this doesn't have to be perfect. It is actually experiment and believing that because right. I could say that all day, all night, but then still inside of me, I was like, ah, it, it has to be perfect. So I don't know if that's come up for you or like how easy it was yeah. for you to just actually believe like, okay, this can just be an experiment. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> it was, it was hard in the beginning. Like I, now I say iterate to awesome, like have oh, fun with it. That. Yeah. Get something out there and we'll improve it. But it took me a minute. Like it's like before we launched, like it has to be like perfect. And really it right. doesn't get something out there. Just have fun with it. If you're not having fun, you're doing the wrong thing. I always say. But you're so right. You're so right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You mentioned hypnosis. How does this play into things? Cause I, I've used hypnosis before and I am a believer. I think it's, you can do some wonderful things with it. So how did you get into that? Yeah, I think it was, you know, for me, it started as, okay, I want to start my own business because I can't operate in a normal nine to five job at, at that point. I was like so burnt out and I thought, okay, what, like if I'm going to start this business, like I really want to not only help myself to show up as best as I can to like build my confidence back up because my confidence had like was so low. And I think that was a huge barrier for me actually like believing in myself or taking imperfect action or just seeing things as experimental. So that was kind of my entry point and kind of purpose of wanting to try it. But of course it helped me in, in so many other ways because with that, you know, lack of confidence, there was the stories that I had that had been living in my head when it came to events in my life where I didn't feel good enough or didn't feel confident or whether it was work or in real life and just thinking, okay, I, this is my chance right now. I need to work through this and whatever else comes up, I'm going to welcome it. And it's going to be really tough. And that's okay because I have, I'm so lucky and privileged to have this space right now to not have to go get a nine to five job and put myself through just another cycle of burnout or never give myself that chance to get out. And with that came different losses in my life. So that really supported me to just connect to my subconscious mind and say, okay, how is it that I actually want to feel right now? There's lots of things going on in my life. You know, I'm feeling this certain way right now, but how can my mind actually support me to get back to who I am 
And I was really at a, I'd say like minus five level. And it's only the last few months where I feel like I've gotten to like a one. And that one is awesome. Like even getting to zero, you know, just was so like a weight off my shoulders. These stories like that I had been telling myself for so long because of things people said in passing or situations that happened to me, they didn't have that importance over my mind in my life anymore. And I had these, like, I now have these awesome positive affirmations that are a part of my subconscious that allow me to make conscious decisions in my life, in my business that feel really good and feel aligned and aren't a mismatch because I wanted something, yet my subconscious was saying, well, you don't deserve it, or you're not good enough, or, you know, that imposter syndrome, which is so normal. And the more we share about that, the more people can feel like they're not alone. Um, So yeah, yeah. And especially like as women in business and, you know, starting something maybe for the first time, and along with that might come a new identity. So like, if you don't believe in this new identity, that it'll show in the way you talk about yourself, in the way you show up for yourself and your business, all those different things. And I just wanted to be the best me. So I'm still working, I love it. But I feel so good. It's yeah. That's so cool. I you know, I used um I'm a terrible like sleeper. I know sleep is important. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I take melatonin and sometimes like that doesn't even help. So I've put in my earbuds at night and I've used hypnosis at help me actually fall asleep and like every night yeah it it really helps it does because this brain just doesn't stop and sometimes like all the melatonin I feel in the world just like it just keeps going and I I listen to the hypnosis session and lights out I feel so rested that's so cool though because you've used it to kind of transform your life and the positive thinking and that's super cool yeah, thank you. I think that's a great thing about hypnosis is, and you mentioning these these tools like of going to bed, whether it's like, I'm not sure if it's a sleep hypnosis you use or a custom track that was made for you, but that's a habit now that, you know, I have a custom hypnosis for my hypnotherapist and with my clients, after we work together for a while, I create them a custom hypnosis so that when they are going to bed and when I'm going to bed, your like subconscious mind is absorbing all those positive affirmations. And with that repetition, you know, it sticks. It really does. Even if you drift off to sleep, it's, it's going, it's absorbing. And um, that's the really cool thing. I think it's such a great compliment to doing that, you know, one-on-one healing work and really connecting to your subconscious with the guidance of a hypnotherapist or someone who practices hypnosis it's just like an awesome tool that it can really just keep supporting you. And um, I love that. I love that you do that because I yes. people all the time, even if it's like YouTubing something or I put hypnosis audios, I'm starting to do insight timer. I'm a baby insight timer person. So I don't have too many audios on there, but intend to find and it. That even is such a great resource to find different meditations and hypnosis tracks and all of that. And it's exciting how we can have access to these types of tools just yeah. at the touch of our fingers. So <laughs> It's so true. It's so true. And it's becoming more and more like just easily accessible. Like, you know, just not too many years ago, I feel like you didn't find too much of it. But yeah, now there's YouTube and there's coaches that do it online. And like, it's just at your fingertips. So 
And I love it. It's, it is a good tool to support you and whatever it is you need for me it's sleep. And I think it just, it works wonders for me. So I think it's cool though, to talk to people and see how they're using it for different things to boost yeah. their life. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Something that I've um, started doing the last few months as well is I do group hypnosis sessions. So I actually do two a month and it's just a donation based session. It's about 45 minutes long and you know, any solopreneurs, creative entrepreneurs, that's kind of the the group of folks that attend these sessions. And we, you know, connect your business a little bit, but it's more about those other things that are going on in your life, like confidence or wanting to find calmness or whether it is a lot of people are like, I haven't been sleeping, you know, I really try to find out like what the collective is experiencing and really tapping in to that in just a group setting and doing a guide. So it's fun if people haven't tried hypnosis and there's a lot of hesitation for, from some folks. So if it's something like they're interested to try, I'd say try a group hypnosis session where, you know, it's not necessarily like focusing just on you, but you can show up and experience it and just allow yourself that space to connect with you for, you know, even 45 minutes. So Yes, I love that. That's such a great suggestion. And I think what no matter what you do, the connecting with you is essential. No, I don't care how you do it. Affirmations, hypnosis, journaling, whatever, connecting with you, that is the secret sauce, I think. It is. Absolutely. You're so right. I made a note that of something that uh, you had written in your responses. It says, create aligned action to transform your life. So what do you mean by create aligned action? So it comes back to that secret sauce of connecting back to you. So just figuring out, I think a lot of this journey of like, you know, expanding into your truest self or designing a business that feels like you is like learning about yourself, having that self-awareness and also identifying how you are unique and what's important to you uniquely and maybe not following someone else's strategy all the time, but really checking in with yourself, what you want, what you need, what works for you, what feels good, and taking action from that place of checking into your intuition and saying, okay, what is actually going to feel good for me? And how can I do it in a way that feels good for me? So when I talk about aligned action, it's really taking action from that place of feeling like you're doing it for you in the way that feels good and not just doing it for the sake of it because there's so mm-hmm. many things that were recommended all the time and Gosh, yes. it can also be you know try, like we talked about experimenting and saying okay if I experiment and take action in this way does it feel aligned to me does it feel good and sometimes there's that reverse of it, trying it from that way of experimenting to see if it's aligned by doing. So it can go kind of both ways and in full circle in a way, but just, yeah, just finding what works for you really. Gosh, yes. And and you made a, a good point. Like you hear advice like people do things in like so many different ways. And I always say what works for one isn't going to work for the other. And I know me as an entrepreneur and, you know, I'm sure you probably know too, like I get inundated with emails from different people like, Hey, you should try out this. You should try out this for your business. And yeah, uh, in the beginning, it's like really hard. Cause you're like, I don't know what to do. Like, should I, is this a good idea? Is it not? Should I, am I going to pass up something good? 
But I think when you get really tight on who you are, on your purpose, on your mission, it makes making those business decisions so much easier. Yeah, you're, it's so, so true. And it, that's such a good point of like, you know, we all are given these recommendations. And one thing I've started doing is taking a step back. And when I share anything, whether it's on my email list or just in like a conversation like this with you, it's more about telling these, you know, stories of maybe things that have worked for me or things that have worked for my clients or different approaches to things rather than like do this or that, because I never want to be the person who's going to recommend something knowing that whoever is listening, maybe, you know, one person that might resonate with them, but for the rest, it might not resonate and it can feel kind of isolating or feel discouraging and coming from that place of openness to say, okay, like these are some tools or ways you can check in with yourself. Like really my job is to help you bring clarity to that and ask the right questions and like be the guide to you who already has those answers inside yourself. It already like does know what to do, but maybe it feels really cloudy right now. And there's so many different factors that aren't allowing you to find that clarity. So yeah, I just love having that, that different perspective and just letting people or giving people that space to find that trust back in themselves because trust is like, that's another big thing I worked on in hypnosis personally was how do I trust myself? How do I trust my intuition again and find that intuition? And it's possible if there's people like who are listening, who just haven't yet found that power of their self-trust like it's totally possible you can find it (laughs) you you know you'll find it in your own way but it's still there it's still like a part of you and it just Mm -hmm. needs you know the fog to clear in whichever way you need to clear the fog so right right so cool so cool there was another topic that I had made a note of that I wanted to just to uh, pick your brain about. So, and I think it's kind of related, but there might be some nuggets or two from this purpose centered design for service based businesses. So I think that goes back to some things that we had already talked about, but I was wondering, did you have anything else to add there? Like, yeah, I think, um, so my background in design, as I mentioned, um, I studied communication. So I kind of started as a visual designer and a lot of the theories that I learned were, you know, very um, like classic design theory of, you know, color theory and spaciousness and typography and that kind of thing. And when I expanded into learning about product design and furniture design, there's a, a theory or methodology that I learned, which is this human centered design and designing with the user in mind and not just for the sake of it, which led me to question things like, okay, if we're designing things for other humans and their needs, you know, you're asking me to design a chair, for instance, I don't want to design a chair. There are so many, like (laughs) hundreds of thousands of different chair designs. Could I maybe like really work with someone one-on-one to design something for their needs? Yes. But what is like the greater purpose of designing something? So I really started in that sense of product design and furniture design, designing with so much purpose. Like if I was going to put a curved edge on something, it was there for a reason. If I was going to make it a certain size, 
it was because I did a lot of research and like it had to be this size. So when it came to designing with purpose, it really started, you know, with objects. And then when I expanded into this world of service design and designing meaningful experiences or business services for not only the end users, but also the service provider, it was like, okay, let's not just design a a service because we can, let's design it because that user can really benefit from it. That client, that customer really needs this type of service. And also on the back end, we're going to design it in a way that's purposeful to you as the service provider so that you can show up in the best way. Like we're not going to make you or you don't have to deliver a service in a traditional way that we've always seen, but how can you deliver it in a way that feels good for you with that purpose? So purpose-centered design to me can really span, you know, from objects to graphic design to services, but now I'm really using it in a way to really design that front-end experience for that client or customer, but also help that service provider really deliver it with their own purpose. And whether it's, you know, coming up with a new business idea, it's like, how is it purposeful to you? What is the purpose that you want to bring to the world? And how can we then design a great experience that will allow you to deliver that and allow people to really benefit from you sharing this experience with them? I hope that makes sense. Oh, I'm so following (laughs) along with everything you're saying. And I love that you're tying everything back to purpose because as an entrepreneur, like getting into some service, I don't know what yet, some business consulting, I don't know, some consulting, I do see myself getting into. I was in corporate leadership for 16 years and I just love that. And I do know as an entrepreneur, like I get opportunities like all the time, like, Hey, you should try this or Hey, you should try this program. You'd be a great coach in it, but it all goes back to purpose. That's why I haven't made a decision yet. That's why I haven't done anything because I always say when my head and my heart align, then I move and it just hasn't happened yet. So I love that you tie everything to purpose. I was the same way in my business for like a year, just not be like putting so much pressure on purpose as well. And now finding it in different ways without that pressure. So like, I'm sure you're very multifaceted as well and have all these things you can do. And people are constantly telling you, you should try this or that or whatever. And it can feel like, oh, do I have to figure it out (laughs) right now? Yeah. But it can always, you know, evolve. And there's kind of two ends to that putting pressure on purpose. And it's something I'm also trying to let go of a little bit too, um, to not have that pressure on it so much. But I thought I, I thought I would share that because there's a lot of people like yourself and like me who have have that desire to do purposeful work. And sometimes it can open amazing new doors, but other times it can kind of, I know for me, it was such a long process to even just decide who I'm going to help because I thought I can help everyone. And it's fun And then there's also that, okay, once you even just pick something and say, okay, for right now, this is my purpose, then it can change, right? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. It can change. And I'm sure that once you do pick something, then it's going to change. I know my business 
it's not even a year old and it, it just keeps, as I grow, the business grows. So yeah. I think we're just always changing, but I think the core, the mission, the purpose, all that stays the same. Yes. When it looks like changes in that, pur- you're absolutely right. I think starting with your why and understanding like why you want to make an impact or what type of impact that is in whatever form is like mm-hmm. is part of your heart it's why you do what you do and that's so cool yes ah, we could be like besties like we're so aligned <laughs> on on everything <laughs> I love it okay so tell me about the work that that you're doing now so we talked about hypnosis and, and a lot of different things so like what are you actually doing with your clients yeah so um I work mostly with solopreneurs or small business owners or creative entrepreneurs who are now kind of at this stage where they've done a lot of that experimentation. They've tried all these things and they're kind of just at this phase where they're like, okay, I'm ready to scale up in a way where I can create sustainable income in my business, or I'm ready to like refine some of the services that I'm offering to my audience or For some folks that I work with, they've been doing one thing for a while and they're making a pivot and maybe niching into a different area. And they're just kind of at this transitional period where they've been over here and they're ready to be here. So they're like either going from A to B or B to C or B to D, whatever it is. And um, I've really created now this, this kind of hybrid of this hypnosis and mindset work also with design strategy. So some of my clients I meet with in an intensive session. So we might meet for like a three hour session where we really are focusing on one area of transformation, whether it's refining the way they're offering their service or coming up with new ideas to experiment, or just talking about what would feel good for them when it comes to marketing or looking at the types of systems that they want to set up in order to save more time and money and energy. And with that, we do a lot of the strategy work, but then we also work hypnosis into it. So in that intensive experience, you are getting both of those things. Once we've, you know, designed whatever strategy, we do that mindset work that's really going to support them executing that strategy or experimenting with these different ideas so that they walk away feeling so confident. And if there were any, you know, limiting beliefs or blocks that existed, like we work through that so that when they leave, they can really take that aligned action in a way that feels good. And with other folks, I work with them on a monthly or biweekly basis. And we just have a container, whether it's an hour, hour and a half, where we show up and, you know, we might be focusing more on strategy or just mindset things that have been going on in their business. We might spend all the time designing different things, or we might spend half the time doing an actual hypnosis session as well. So I love the like fluidity of what that looks like because the mindset and the strategy all like for me, I've seen the importance of how it meshes together for myself. And that's the experience I want to bring to my clients as well. So it's all very fluid, but very intentional at the same time um, to really like just see how they mesh together for each, you know, person individually and really take a unique approach based on what's happening presently for them. And that's something I love to show up and be able to do as well. That's super cool. And I so relate to 
people having the need for the work that you do, because I kind of am in that boat too, where I'm wanting to scale. I have a lot of ideas and sometimes you just need someone to like strategy is the key word that you just said there. I think strategy is essential, especially when you're at that skill part, like having someone that can see a level above is super helpful. So strategy is so important. And I like the hypnosis part that you're doing too, because mindset is a big part of it. Like it's scary. Mm -hmm. Like if you're at that point, you're like, I want to scale, but like whether it's your time or time commitment or finances or, you know, investing in whatever, it it could be scary. So I like that you're like combining both of those. That's an approach I haven't seen before. Yeah, it's fun. And just share like from you sharing where you're at and having all these ideas. One big thing of my work is that I love to get these, like extract these ideas out of people's brains and put them like onto paper. So something that I, a tool that I use in my business, no matter what people are coming to me for is Notion, which is like, I don't know if you've used Notion, mm-hmm. but it's an amazing tool. It's free and basically it helps you organize your work. You can set up different like documents, workspaces. You can use it for personal use or for your team. And it's kind of becomes this hub of information. So you can save photos in there. You can create different templates. So a lot of the, like all the work that I do with my clients, I capture in there. And something I've actually expanded into is like designing people's notion workspaces as well. So that's another like accidental thing. What I love to do is like these massive brain dumps. So if someone comes to me and they're like, I have all of these ideas, we put them down, we organize them in a way that, you know, they're captured and prioritized and, you know, don't feel like there's a billion things stirring in your mind so that you can leave more open energy and space in your mind to really like get to the things that you want to prioritize and have clarity in that. So that's been a really wonderful thing that I started doing for my business and my business coach introduced me to. And I just like, it's changed my game when it comes to organizing things for my clients, even when it comes to the hypnosis stuff, like adding affirmations in there and just really creating this special place where they can feel like their thoughts are collected and feel really special. So I love a good brain dump. I love a good brain <laughs> organization. I like, it excites me so much because we do, we all have so many things going on in our mind. And sometimes when they're floating around, it can be hard to focus on something else. And if you're a really creative person who constantly has ideas popping up, then you have a place to put them that gives them like a really special home in a sense. And did you, what did you say it was called? Notion? Notion. It's a, yeah, it's a part of that down. It's amazing. It's N-O-T-I-O-N. I just, I'm in love with it. It really changed my life, my work, everything. (laughs) I'm going to write that. I'm a big brain dump person and my husband is my person. So he can tell like when I start to get like a little stressed out or whatever, I just heal like you need a brain dump. I'm like, yes, I do. I do. I do. So then I just kind of like word, right? (laughs) Like, could you key this for me? I just kind of like word vomit. I just like that. And then once I get it out, I'm good to go. And then from there I can put it up and then prioritize and everything and have this big like post-it sticky out on the wall. 
I even riffed it down today because I mentioned like being at that po- part where or point where I, I want to scale. And I yeah. knew if I just had some quiet downtime, then it would come to me and it's starting to come to me. So I ripped it down from the last time we brain dumped. And actually this afternoon, I'm going to go reprioritize based off of um, getting all these thoughts together yeah. and actually taking the time to like understand them. So I am so like pen and paper, like, yeah. I have things at the forefront and it's usually my business priorities and I'll have like listed one through five. So if you're ever like, I'm so stressed, I don't know what I'm supposed to be working on. Boom. There it is right there. I love that because I think these like productivity tools are so important and we can do them in so many different ways, whether a digital person or like for me, I was a very physical person turned digital but just having some sort of practice, whether yeah, it's journaling or post-it notes on the wall. That's a very service design. <laughs> I love you're doing it because like it has so much great purpose. And any way that you're able to like show up and collect these thoughts or get thought thoughts out, I think could be so powerful. And I think a lot of people sometimes can be so hesitant because again, there can be this perfectionism of writing things down once they're developed and just doing those brain dumps, like Mm -hmm. nothing has to be perfect and you can create different, you know, categories for maybe things that are more refined and some things that aren't. If you're someone like who does struggle to even just create some sort of habit or system and it can always change, which is really cool. I love that you do that because it's, it's so powerful. It really, really is. I always call myself a nerd, but <laughs> that's what I have I'm to do. <laughs> but it's all good. And I it's so funny too in the world of like everything's digital. My husband kind of makes fun of me for that too, because I'm pen and paper. Like I always write stuff down. He's an IT, so he's like digital everything. So, so <laughs> when maybe one day I'll get there. I don't know. I don't know. It's just my style. But again, whatever works for whatever person, do that, boo. Just keep doing whatever makes you happy. <laughs> totally. You're so right. This is <laughs> perfect examples of it, right? Just- yes. You. Totally love the work that you're doing because I'm kind of relating with the audience that you are working with. So I definitely see a need for people like you to help you know, push people to that next level. So I just think it's super cool because it's hard. There's a lot, there's a lot going on. It's, I don't know what to do next. So keep doing what you're doing. I think you're going to help a lot of entrepreneurs out there. Thank you so much. That really means a lot because this is a really great example of, you know, I'm helping people like me that like where I was at and, you know, I'm maybe a few steps ahead of you and that's it. And being able to support people being just one or two steps ahead, like for people who do have those self-doubts or of what I should do, or am I expert enough in this? Like if you're one or two steps ahead of someone, what you've learned are the right questions that you would have liked to be asked at that point in time that you can now ask to people can be so impactful. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm, I, I love it. I love the journey you're on and I just can't wait to see how you keep experimenting and going in this even this podcast is such a great testament of trying new things and just being open to whatever possibilities come. And it's so fun. It is. A year ago, if you would have said you're going to have a podcast, I'm like, you are crazy. Get out of here. And here we are. (laughs) Here we are. But I'm very excited. 
experimental, as you can see. And you know what? I'm having so much fun with it because I get to meet really cool people all the time. You and I wouldn't have met if I didn't have the podcast. Exactly. And I learned something from every single guest. It's like such a beautiful thing. Like, it's like, why didn't I do this sooner? But gosh, I love it. (laughs) Yes. All right. Fantastic conversation. I love you. I just love what you're doing. So you have to share where, what's the best place for the audience to find you? Yeah, I think where I shine is definitely in these conversations, but also connecting very intimately. So for me, that right now is my newsletter. And so coming over to my website, lauren-best.com, you can subscribe to my newsletter. I send out a monthly recap every month and then also different events that are going on, whether it's my group hypnosis sessions I'm hosting or sharing podcast episodes. I love to share with that audience there. So do subscribe there. I always have um, different events popping up as well. Um, And you can also find me on Insight Timer at LaurenBest underscore CO Co. And most other social media platforms, Lauren Best underscore co, but I'm primarily over on my newsletter these days, hanging out there. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. Awesome. Yeah. And as always listeners, if you guys are out driving the car, walking the dog, whatever the case may be, all the links will always be in the show notes, just like all the other guests. So you'll be able to go back and grab those. And it was such a pleasure having you today. Stephanie, I had so much. And I can't wait to chat again. I've had such good vibes. Yes, Yes, we will be chatting again for sure because you are just an amazing person. I love the work you're doing. So for today, we're going to wrap, but I have a feeling we'll be chatting again. So hopefully you'll join me for a future episode. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. All right, listeners. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in again, again today for another episode of the podcast. Again, check out the show notes to grab any links. And as always, if no one has told you, you are worthy, you are beautiful, and yes, you can. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to shine with us. If you enjoyed this episode, please show us some love by subscribing to our show and sparkle us by submitting a rating and review. And if you're ready to slay, girlfriend, stop over to our website, shinesparkleslay.com. We have a free gift waiting there just for you.